0: Silverback Chronicles Podcast. It's your boy, Big A. Check out my brother, Dre. Hello, good. Hello, what? What's good, bro? What's up, baby? Another day. We're here. We're here. Let's go. Triple C. Yo.
1: How you feeling, bro? Maintaining and chilling, bro.
0: Awesome. People, season four again. We appreciate you. Another episode. We cooking nonstop. We love you. We appreciate you. Keep tuning in. Listen, we're not going to waste no time without no further ado. We got our lovely sister in the house. Her name is Alana. What's up, sis? Hi. How you doing? How are you guys?
2: Thank All you right for dude. coming out. such a pleasure to be here.
0: It's a beautiful day.
2: It's a beautiful night.
0: It really is. It is. It is. So please tell the world where you're from, born and raised.
2: I'm from the Bronx. Um, but I was raised in Baltimore. But yes, <laughs> how long was
0: you there? For about a week?
2: A. <laughs> what you're not gonna do is sun me in this space. I'm just saying. <laughs> Um, so how long you how
0: long was you in New York b- b- before you made the transition down? I was to in Baltimore. New
2: York until I was eight years old. Okay, good. Officially, yeah. and then my mom got a job with BGE. Nice. And That's what okay. moved us here. And then AKA Con Edison. Wow. <laughs> right. Where's Vaughn? And she that's said, why we, we got bomb. here. I like that. Yeah.
0: How long you been down here for? Since you since you was eight, obviously. Since I
2: was eight. I mean, I went back and forth. You know, cousins, family, Thanksgiving. Right. Shout out to Thanksgiving. That's coming up. That's a fact. Shout right. out to my mom stuffing. Shout out to... Oh,
0: mom Deuce throw down in the kitchen? She throws down. What? Shout out to my mom's mashed uh, potato
2: salad. Woo! Shout out to Mom
0: Deuce. You know, mac and cheese. Um, salmon
3: cakes. And I like my crispy panini, you heard? The penny I needed to be crispy.
0: I, I got to stay away from the pork. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I mean, just the skin. I got you know, I got my brother. One of my brothers from back home. Yeah, he don't he don't fuck with the swan at all. Okay, and he's like, "Yo, stay away from it. I'm telling you."
2: Salam, my brother,
0: all day, every day.
2: Yeah, not even right. the
0: skin. I can't.
2: Oh. It's so good
0: though. It's, it's so crispy, right? Right. <laughs> with some hot sauce. Oh my
2: god,
3: And some I hit it with some lime. Oh, you put some lime on it on oh, everything.
0: Are you serious? I
3: put lime in my fucking. Milk if I
0: had to. Shit, that's what's up. <laughs> I love lying. So you know, I be listening to my brother Farrah Convict and shit. You know, you okay. tell me sometimes. Shout out to him all day.
2: I hear that all day. But yeah, that's when I that's when I got to Baltimore. Okay, it was way back then, and I've been here ever since. I love Baltimore; it's my home. New York is my home as well. I'm of course because I was raised by New Yorkers, West Indian mother. I'm very New York, but right. there's a lot that's Baltimore about me as well. B- Baltimore special, isn't it? Baltimore is a very it's a special. Fucking dope town. Very dope.
0: The city is is really dope. Just don't grab you, man. I'm telling you. Seriously. Yeah. So what's your best thing about Baltimore? Uh, Growing up, what do you remember of that Baltimore that, like, grabbed you? Is it the arts? What is it? It's the
2: people. It continues to be the people. The people (laughs) that are here. I think, you know, Charm City really rings true. The people are very charming. You know, even yeah. if it's in the worst way, they right. gonna get you in there.
3: Even like the crackheads are charming.
2: Listen, even the crackheads are charming. I don't know. But I've just never like they are. They don't really. I never came across a charming crackhead. That's crazy. You tell them no, and they're
3: right. like, "All right, man, have a good day."
2: You know, but other told crackheads,
3: you? they're like banging on your shit. I don't You're know. Right, that's, have a good. That's bang. my experience. Oh,
2: okay, crackheads—they give you some wisdom in Baltimore.
3: I think so. If they're not shaking,
2: I will sit at the feet of a crackhead.
3: I would too. I've done it before
2: in Baltimore.
3: I've done it before.
2: Yeah. That's what's up. I, I give them ten dollars just for a lesson.
3: <laughs> that's that's huge. That's up. Not so. a lot of people <laughs> could do that. work because I'm not. Yo, but you know what's crazy? Like everybody has like a story and they stories be and you're like,
0: What? But that is true. it would be some borderline geniuses.
3: Yeah. yeah. But it's like, they just chose that been, lifestyle. Yeah. Exactly. Unfortunately. Yeah, like if you would have just made that one decision,
2: yeah. right, you would have been You'd have oh, been on another path. Oh, Seriously. A thousand percent. Right. So, yeah. That's Crackheads. Dope. Baltimore. All day. Charm.
0: We need more charm to come back into the city.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> that I... shit been going for
0: over 20, no, 30 years. No, listen
2: yeah. to me. Don't even do that to the city, yo. Okay, it's I'm like, it's a beautiful place. I think there is there are these sectors and these little hallways and caverns. Small pockets, right. Not small pockets where things are happening and people just don't know or they're just not a part of it. Mm. I think it's really all a choice it's like if you want to be a part of the negative you could be a part of the negative mm-hmm. if you want to be a part of the positive you can be a part of the positive so like that's what would choice. you say is up
3: and coming right now with the city
2: I think the arts and culture in the city is really on an uptick I mean we we just went maybe like two years without the largest arts artscape. festival yes. artscape but it's, it's coming back 2023 shout out to Baltimore Office of Promotion in the Arts I've done shout a lot out. of work with them that's dope but you know, I'm excited for that to be coming back and for it to be moving into September. It used to happen on like the hottest weekend in the summer. Seriously. True. Okay. Always after like Pride. Yeah.
0: yeah. R be popping. R is dope. It's dope. I love R Scape. I
2: remember mean, when
0: Shalee came and performed. Mm. Mm. It was like three, four years ago she came and performed. It was huge.
2: Dope. I remember when TLC came. I mean, it was really just L. Well, TC, not L, but. Was, yeah, yeah. I remember. But it was dope. Yeah. I was right up front. Always good shows, though. Mm -hmm. And they like infusing art into the city. I think that's what is happening right now. We're seeing a renaissance. We've been seeing it. I mean, it's an artistic town. It is. A lot of art in this town. There's a lot of art in the town. We Mm. have
3: famous, like we have dope writers, photographers. Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely.
2: We're seeing film productions here. This is one of the most philanthropic cities in the nation. Like That's a fact. The dollars are here. You know, it's really all in what you want. So, if you want to act like it's just Baltimore Street and crackheads and, you know, despair, by all means. But in in my world, when I wake up, I see a lot of promise for the city.
3: But to be fair, that could be any city, right? That's any city. You see the negative in any city. Because if you go to Miami, city. they got crackheads and yeah. all that. And, mm-hmm. You know?
2: And like many people say, you know, as they're exiting their conversations in Baltimore, it's be safe. You know, because it is one of those cities that does have those perils, that does face its challenges, that... Is seeing a lot of, you know, shit, and and that's real. But I think it's really all in the choices you're making. You can choose to live that life, you know, or not.
0: That's dope. Mm-hmm. So, what high school did you go to in the
2: city? In the well, I didn't go to school in the city. I went to school in the county, so I went to Owens Mills High School. Okay. that was second. I went to Randallstown first. I got in a lot of trouble there. Okay, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what's
3: up with everybody in these cities and these in these high schools? everybody gets kicked out of these. But like you didn't go to the, you didn't go to it's your called, original high school. It's called asked to leave. I was asked what? to leave.
1: I was I was asked, asked to leave my high oh. school. So you
2: was asked to leave. As well. I was expelled. I was sixteen <laughs> was when I got expelled. She was kicked out. Yeah. Wow.
3: Mm-hmm. For what?
2: Um, it was a it was a personal protest. I don't believe in standardized testing. I think oh. I thought it was very restrictive, and I had a whole little thing about it. And so I decided that I was going to pull the fire alarm in per- in personal protest to the fact that we were about to have a scantron test. And scantrons are little sheets where you fill in the bubbles and they put it in a machine and they grade it. Yeah. So it's very impersonal. So teachers don't grade them. They don't look at them. They don't they read don't. them. Um, and they're just kind of like, you know, they go through a machine. And I just felt like, how am I getting graded? Now, I knew I wasn't prepared for these tests. It was a math test. I'm very bad at math. But I still knew all of this enough to know that, you know, I'm going to take the scantrons, put them in the sink, wet them, pull the fire alarm. I did this three times before I got caught the third time. And this is a lesson. Because my homies convinced me to show them what I was doing. And I took them away where the cameras were, where I wouldn't have ordinarily done that. But because I was trying to show off, I lost my train of thought and wow. did what I wouldn't have usually done. And so I ended up getting caught because of the cameras. They also told on me, even though I had changed my clothes, I had a whole thing. What? I was like a little criminal. I ended up being a misdemeanor. Apparently it's a misdemeanor to do that, to yes. call the city uh, you know, resources out that many times. I had a probation officer. It was a whole thing. So I got to in my GD. clothes. I had to change the clothes. Fight the power, sister. So Fight the power. Ooh. I know.
0: So you couldn't find a, t- uh, a teacher to actually <laughs> show you to understand better the math problems.
2: You know, I what think was it was that about? It was a lot bigger than that. You know, I think a lot of times we look at children and we like you see you see what's happening. You see the problem. Uh-huh. You see that they're not good at the test. That they're not good at the subject. Mm-hmm. But what was happening downriver was. My father died of a drug overdose when I was in middle school. And the emotional things that were happening to me from that point up until my second time doing ninth grade was, it was just tremendous. Nobody could have imagined what was going on in my little head. Um, And I was just acting out. And that's what we see in the little homies now, so.
0: That's tough.
2: Mm -hmm. Clearly I'm here now, so. I'm that bitch, well. you feel me? I'm doing well. <laughs> <Yeah>. But. <laughs> Still not fucking with math, though. Still not fucking with math. <laughs> I am just talking about that shit earlier. Still not fucking with math. I will fuck up a comma. Tell you that much. It's all good.
1: For real? That's it's... how it is with most people. Most people are good at math, not good at writing. Most people are great at writing. I'm right not good
3: at the, math. like, you know, B plus <laughs> one equals A. The... Yeah. the algebra is the algebra. I appreciate it. could be a it. word problem or equation. <laughs> Listen.
1: I'm, I'm really I'm good, good at with math.
0: that math. I'm not good with
3: that.
1: I love
0: the scantrons. I, scantrons yeah. didn't bother me because I had great people that sat next to me, oh, and yeah. I had X-ray vision. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, see, you could like You, you nice can sit four Gita. rows ahead of me, and I'm on. It. Them. No
2: baby, if you in Baltimore schools, you didn't go to school in Baltimore.
0: Absolutely not. If you in New Baltimore
2: schools, the people next to you, not solid baby. Not oh. solid? no, they so went I to not- city schools. They went to school over West. No shade, no shade, no tea, no no shade, no tea, but. You can't
3: copy off of them. Shout out to my man, Imunos. E. I ain't even know him. Science him. <laughs> you know, looked out. Imunos, e. I'm like, yo, it's number
2: four. I ain't know
3: him. <laughs> he was
0: like, B. B. I said, back, my
3: man. Boom. <laughs> Still to him.
0: Yeah. And you those feel that like though, especially when you know you ain't study, and you on that side, you just sitting there like, what
3: the fuck? <laughs> you're looking
0: around and shit.
3: And you see, you know what's the craziest thing is that when, <laughs> when you're looking around, right, H, when you're looking around and like the kid,
0: it's just like, shh, shh, Breeze it through it.
3: You're like, what the f- what
0: you and, and you come <laughs> across somebody that understands your worries because you're like, you see that one person and it's like, <laughs> it. yeah. like thank you. And they put it to the side. Yeah.
2: You know, the worst feeling it. is when you raise your hand and go to the bathroom and you just in the bathroom staring into the mirror. Yeah. And you got that little knob going with the water and you know you can't go back. You know you don't know these things.
0: You answers. just don't know nothing. You
2: just don't know. Yeah. So you just meditate into the water in the bathroom like, my life is Fuck.
0: over. some point, I got to go back to that. At some pressure. point, I got to go point. back. Yes.
2: Yeah. Face the music.
0: <laughs> and just get creative with it. Or- Just start looking at their patterns.
3: Yo, did y- I used to feel the pressure of, like, when there's, a, when there's a time test, and, like, the first kid gets up and, you know what I'm saying? No, gets if, up and if, it if I it know
0: I didn't study, I just had fun with it. I made people laugh for testing. People like, you couldn't talk during the test, though. I, I, I was doing dumb shit. Really? Oh, you just distracted. Your I know coming, I hated been... that
1: first person too. That, like, test be like, this test is two hours, fifteen minutes later. You like, really? Yo got up in fifteen minutes, like, yeah. Yeah, that's bro, impossible. What the fuck is he yeah, doing? knowing that that was the A student, like, you couldn't give nobody else the answers. Yeah, like at all, like all and you the. You couldn't look down, bro. Thank you. Nothing.
0: I ain't got nerve to cover his shit
1: up. Thank you. Not that.
0: Right in the classroom. Good
1: at fifteen.
3: That dude used to piss me off on that chick. Like you, mad smart, and you covering up, like. Come on, come on, man! Share the wealth. Share the wealth, right? Like, stop. Seriously. They, 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 like like you good, you're yeah. right. Like you're know pass it. you
0: know you're gonna pass, right? Let them. I me. got so annoyed because I had to take Sequitur one two years in a row. My math teacher and I'm like, yo, it's not me. Something is wrong with their teaching strategies. I go to summer school. I get a different teacher. I have this this summer school teacher for what four weeks. It was like it a breath of fresh air. Mm. How she broke down the problems, a lot easier. And believe two years with the same signature one, four weeks. I got a 95 on the regents.
4: Mm.
0: Off of her four weeks of teaching. I said, Why couldn't why couldn't these teachers do the shit? Mm. Like you gotta understand your audience. That's also two years. Some yeah, kids yeah, yeah. learn differently. Yeah. Well, that's
2: the same thing with testing, what I was trying to say. Like some people get anxious off the timing and the in the little sheet of paper. You know, versus, like, long answer. Like, I can answer an essay question. Right. But, like, ask me a multiple choice. A, B, C, D. What? I don't know.
3: It's always D. All of the above. <laughs> all of the above. Why say it like that? Thank
0: you.
2: <laughs> Pause. Pause.
1: Yeah, please, thank you. I appreciate that. It's
2: fucking <laughs> God. It's always D. It's
3: always
1: don't D. It's always right D. Out. Don't it. it really right, is right. always D. Don't leave it. <laughs> Just...
0: Jeez. he was confident
1: that yeah, he heard it right. right. Uh, just, it's always, right. That, that's the answer. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's right the, thing, the one he right. gonna go for. It got A, B, and C, but that's the way. That way, <laughs> that's the one. Here we go. The one we pick. Right.
2: You guys, excuse me, man.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got him blushing. <laughs> <blushing>.
1: <laughs> sports,
2: sports, seasons. i <laughs> I wish y'all were in the bloody studio. Bloody she said, <laughs> I <laughs> wish I was in the studio. I'm not, not <laughs> oh. All right, I'm e. hey! Thank you.
0: <laughs> Appreciate it.
2: Okay, oh, masculinity. So what? Um.
0: So what subjects did uh grabbed your attention when you was in school?
2: English, social studies, history, geography, all of those things. Yeah, social studies is the shit. It is. History is the shit. It is.
0: So after high school, what you what you do after high school?
2: So when I got expelled, I ended up getting my GED. Maybe within a year of that, and before that time, I went to a community college. I went to Baltimore City Community College. I didn't have my diploma. B Triple C. Oh, BCC, they did Tighten up that process, C Just a bit, right. Just a bit. Just a bit. Um, but I was in there, you know, just doing classes. But the most important thing that happened to me at that time was I went to my first open mic um, and realized mm. that it was like a tool for community building and like a tool for expression. And so that was like a pivotal time because I was like, yo, like I never knew I needed this. But it was something that would, you know, carry me through the next decade and some change.
0: Okay, now open mic in reference to what? Comedy or just freestyle?
2: Poetry. Poetry and rap. There was a rapper in particular um, and I was like, I don't know if I love him or if I love this thing. It was a little bit of both. I did a lot of that maybe over the next decade after that. And then, yeah, I decided to start my own open mic maybe a couple years after that and start doing poetry, start performing. What
0: what did that do for you?
2: It uh, changed my life. You know, I had always been a writer. I was always someone who was (laughs) filling composition notebooks and, you know, writing a lot of words and was always good with my words, with the essays. My mother was always very adamant about my reading. I would read, like, 100 books a summer, even more during the school year. So I was always very well-read, very intelligent woman, Mm. young woman. Um, And so it's not that I was, like, dumb. That's not how I got expelled. I'm clearly very, you know, smart. But it was just, you know, the system, the administration, the things that were behind it. You know, the schools aren't always set up to support Every student. Mm. So when I got to that point where I was able to see an open mic and see that expression could be free and that it didn't have to fit in the confines of like a lesson plan or mm. things like that, it was like, yo, everything just opened up for me. Like I found my voice, not in that moment, but over the next couple of years, I found that Your I why. could just, you know, write my why. I was like, I could live my life for this. I could write, I could perform, I could do these things. I was just broke and continue to kind of go back and forth in between that. And I think a lot of creatives don't talk about that, but it's, you know, it's something to live for. Give me something to live for.
0: So that says, I'm sorry. So that set the stage for what you're doing now. What are you doing now?
2: Now I'm a community advocate and a a writer. Um, And I write for a lot of publications that are local to Baltimore. I've also written nationally. And, you know, I just do a lot of public speaking. I've done guest lectures at colleges about things like ethics or writing or I've taught social studies courses, history. And it's just really running a gamut of so many things. Um, I like to call it godmothering. Mm -hmm. Some people call me the godmother of Baltimore. Um, There's a lot of things that I've done. Fundraising, arts, culture, uh, production assistance for festivals, all kinds of things. Um, I really just follow my heart. Whatever feels good, whatever feels aligned. Very
0: nice. That's dope. Thank you. So, um, damn. So... that. If I know it feels, like, natural to you, but is that is that thats that's got to be a process to, like, write, right?
2: Absolutely. It's a huge process. It's like I have to live a little bit in between every time I'm, like, creating something or mm-hmm. writing something. So I go through these bouts of feeling like a lot of people would call it something like writer's block, you know, but mm-hmm. it's really not that. It's just you kind of give everything you have to give to your page or to your pen, and then you got to kind of recluse a little bit. You got to find yourself in the house or, you know... Have sex. Like, do just live your life. Be a human. Raise your kids. And then you come back out, and then you have more things to talk about and to to reference and to, you know, those little metaphors and things that I put into my writing. Um, If anyone has a chance to go, like, read my work, like, I talk a lot about um, my coming-of-age story. I talk a lot about my upbringing, but I also talk about my present experiences. And in order to be able to put that stuff into your work, any storyteller, whether it's on the page or if, if it's in a rap, comes from living their life. Mm-hmm. And so I have to do those things <clears throat> before I can write. Before I can write about myself, before I can write about anybody else.
3: Mm. How dope is it that, like, you're a writer in the same town that, like, that guy Limpopo Poe was from? Do you, do? You, does that do anything for you? Like, what part? Like, just the fact that, like, you know, he was a phenomenal writer, like, one of yeah. those. And it's like you're in the same town.
2: Yeah. I think it does. it does do a lot for me, yeah. Mm.
0: Do you speak to a lot of um, youth?
2: I do. I do. How
0: was that for you?
2: Um, It's only really recently that I'm finding youth or my ministry. I used to say they kind of weren't because kids can be a little rambunctious. I love my kids, not everybody's kids, though. Like some kids are just outrageous. But only in recent years and months have I been like, you know what, it's really my duty and for it to be a part of my legacy to give back to youth and to make sure that they understand that this is something they could do so that you know girls who are in middle school or wherever they're at in high school um aren't getting caught up like I was getting caught up in the wrong things and thinking about the wrong things and doing the wrong things because they feel all these feelings that they can't articulate to people or that mm. they don't understand for themselves. So it's important for me to go back to schools, it's important me to it's important for me to teach courses and to 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 let them know that this is what it could look like. Um and they love to google me cuz we're in a digital age. Right. So they, they know who you are. You know what I mean? They asked me. I've been um, substituting at a Catholic middle school. Um, they had a, it's been really interesting. They had a teacher who was going to uh, on a on a sojourn to Antarctica. And they were like, we need someone to come in and teach social studies for three weeks. And then they have somebody out on maternity leave. So I'm getting ready to teach language arts and just started that today. But it's been really interesting. Um, you know, I was teaching 6th, 7th, and 8th grade social studies, both boys and girls. They separate the genders in the classes. That's really interesting. And Catholic, you know, right? It's Catholic. Yeah, they separate the genders. So it's only boys' class and girls' class mm. in, in every grade. How's
0: that curriculum?
2: It's it's intense. They're learning a lot. You know, it's a Catholic private school. Um, so it's definitely different than what a typical city school would look like. Mm-hmm. Um, but the behavior, because the class sizes are so small, is so much different. It's a little bit more controlled. The setting is, you know, very... Uh, ritualistic they come in they do prayer they have religion courses things like that so it looks a little different but it's still kids from green and you know surrounding areas. right so, right yeah
3: is it the same curriculum for the boys and girls <laughs> same, same curriculum thing?
2: for the grades yep why did they separate them? they helped them focus oh it's that time where you start, you know, thinking about doing other things. I was thinking about it since things.
1: about six years old. So focus is it does that? Yeah. that
3: I am not gonna lie.
1: To that. Yeah. See that.
2: You start see thinking it. about the answer yeah. being D, all of the above. That's a callback. Pause. Thanks, <laughs> So that's why they separate them.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's dope. So, um, okay. <laughs> So I'm curious, hmm, you being a teacher now, mm-hmm. how does that how does that set the stage in a in a Catholic setting as opposed to a regular school setting in a public school? Do yeah. you have to critique your teaching style philosophy? to those children, or is it totally different? Because when I think a Catholic, you know, I'm like, uh, I never, remember, like, <laughs> that setting is different for me. Yeah. So I'm curious on so how, like, how's your teaching style? And how, yeah. how do they, do they respect it? Do they, are they interested in it?
2: I think it's, uh, I really am who I am across the board, like who I am right here. Mm-hmm aside from like the cursing and, you know, the the little nuanced pieces of conversation that might not be age appropriate, I am who I am. So mm-hmm. I come in and present as Alana Nicole Davis everywhere I go. And I think um, it's interesting watching the administrators watch me. Mm-hmm. And I always, I love to meet adults. And I love to, you know, self-actualization, when you realize who you are, when you have those moments of like, this is my why, right? When I had that moment all those years ago, when I went to that open mic, that's not something every adult has in their early 20s. That's, that's not something some people reach point. until they're 40, that's until they're fact. 50. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. I'm meeting people when I'm in these arenas, and I've worked in many different sectors, who are looking at me and they're like, how did you unlock that? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, How is it that you get to be this? You get to be all these things. They go in, you know, of course, Google. They look you up and they're like, all of these things are in your bio. You're published. You're accoladed. You have these awards. You have this. You have that. Why are you even here? But it's not even about things being a step up from another thing. You know what I mean? Sometimes things aren't linear. So I go in spaces and you can go to a school, a Catholic middle school, and find nuggets and lessons the same way I could find nuggets and lessons doing social media for a Korean man for a bar in Hamden, which is another thing I'm doing right now. So it's like. It's you just, just about the experience. It's just about the experience. You can learn all these different things. So my teaching style is eclectic. I show up as myself. And I love doing that because kids need to see that it doesn't have to be, you know, someone who doesn't speak African-American vernacular English Mm -hmm. or someone who is white or light skinned or, you know, not fat body. Like, I'm thick if you can't see. I don't know if they're looking at this, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to fit a certain mold. You can just be yourself and you can be well educated and you can be fun and whatever else you want to be. You want to be a TikTok dancer? Do that. But just do your work first, please. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Take care of business first. Take care of business first, please. Right. Yeah. I do do that with my own kids, so. You have kids? Yeah, I have two daughters. Nice. How old are they? They're 10 and 8. What is that like? Oh, boy. Motherhood. (laughs) Um, You know, the first couple years was interesting because I I was married at first, and and then I got divorced. So I got married when I was like 20. I was divorced, not until last October, but separated since I was 24. And so that whole decade, that whole era of just like, wow, I'm a wife wow, I'm a mother. And then like not being that and having to create a community for myself and my daughters um, that was away from what a nuclear family might traditionally look like, which is, you know, a mother, a father or whatever. And so my mother's been a great help to her, uh, to the girls. They're both girls, Blair and Harper. They're really amazing. Shout and out Blair and Harper. Shout out Blair and Harper. Beautiful. Names. Uh, thank you. And so, yeah, being a mother, it's, it's, a really, it's a really rewarding thing. You know, they really give back to me every single day. They pour into me every single day. Um, anytime I have an idea, any event, anything I've ever been a part of, they've come along for the ride. They've held my microphones. They've carried my speakers. They've, you know, uh, they've really held me down. They that really awesome. understand the the vision. Um, and I think sometimes people think kids won't understand that. They but do. But you could tell they them yes. what you're trying to do. <clears throat> so they understand why mommy's at a podcast studio at 9 o'clock. Right. They get right. it.
0: That so, is super dope. Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. super awesome!
2: Yeah,
0: are they? Wh- wh- what do you think? Uh, they want to be when they grow up? <laughs> do you see their little uh, their little personalities and little individuals.
2: Yeah, their personalities are starting to bud and kind of come to. And every year, Axum is something different. Uh huh. Um, but one of them is really into gaming. Blair's really into gaming. That's dope. Um, and so we're looking at like just design schools and looking at engineering and things like that, so she can kind of figure those things out. And then my other daughter, she's just into her clothes. She's just into herself right now, into her image, and I don't know how that's gonna actualize. You know what I mean? Over the years of what she'll become, mm-hmm. um, my mother always says she thinks she's like a little beautician, things like that. But I don't know. It's Who a knows? Right. They could be whatever they want to be. That's, absolutely. Just yeah. go to school. I'm just blessed to have them be my daughters. That's a beautiful day. Yeah. That's dope. So
0: what's the so what's what's next for you? Uh, yeah. Since as far as writing. Mm-hmm. Do you want to take that to the like Hollywood? Do you want to write movies? are you do you want to write uh, miniseries? Yeah like, where do you want to take your writing to?
2: I think there's so many things that I would love to take my writing to. Like I love film and TV and um, you know, just seeing the people from this city who are finding success in those things is definitely charging me up. It's like, oh, it's like a possibility. Um, you know, Dee was one of the first people, Dee Watkins was one of the first people to say, hey, like, do you want to write for Salon because he's editor, editor-in-large there. And so I was able to publish my work nationally, like I said. And I think seeing people who were like, okay, with just, you know, moving over to allow you to be in the room. But it's not always just about that. It's about knowing that you belong there. And I know I belong there. Like, I know without a shadow of a doubt that my work is that. And like that, I do belong in those spaces, so I do want to do those things. But shout I also, shout out to D Watkins. Shout out to Absolutely, him. shout out to D. But I do want to like be aligned with what God wants for my life. So I could want all the things in the world. I think I've learned this, like especially just about myself and looking at other people over the last decade, being in arts and culture in the city, being in entertainment in the city. You could be on, you could be popping, you could have the the best thing in the world. You could have the best product. You could you could be the best writer, the best spitter, whatever you are. But if God doesn't say that that's it for you, then that's not going to be it. It's not going to come to fruition. True. So I have to be obedient. You know, I have to be in these spaces. There are times where I ask myself questions like, God, why am I at a Catholic middle school? Or, God, why am I teaching this? Why am I? And you just can't ask those questions. You just have to go forth and do what God is telling you to do. There's something in it for you. Just the same way I didn't know, you know, getting expelled and then going to community college and then going to see that open mic, I didn't see all of that happening. You know, when I got expelled, I couldn't see the open mic. All I saw was I'm a failure. All I saw was my family at Thanksgiving, like you a dropout. That's all I saw. That's all I could feel. It hurt. But when I went to that open mic and I realized like, yo, this is a platform. This is something you could use. This is something you could duplicate. I didn't know I was going to learn that skill. So I don't know why I'm where I'm at right now. But I can only imagine when I'm listening to this or when the listeners are listening to this five years from now, like, who knows where I'll be, you know?
0: Are you just, like, a free spirit um, like that? Or do you just have a go-to plan to where, like, in order to get here, I got to start here? Or is it just, you just latch on to things to whatever's present and whatever you're feeling? What is it with you? Do you have goals set? Or is it just that, you know what, I'm going to do this today? Or I'm going to do that today? Is there a set plan of action? Or you just go with right now
2: I have and just I have gut feelings and I have a set of values and I have my faith and then that's kind of how I navigate those things Gotcha. so while I'm free-flowing I'm always staying consistent you mm-hmm. know everything I'm putting out is quality it's never gonna not be that so I'm not just half-assing every move I make I'm not just waking up like you know what I want to go no it's, it, there's a lot more thought, a lot more prayer, and a lot more intention that goes into those moves. Um, and it's consistent. Like, I've been consistent for a long time now. So those who might know me for doing what I do or whether you're meeting me now, I'm going to be who I am today. That that same heart and that same soul that's in the work five years from now, like I said. That's dope. Yeah.
0: Super dope. I love it. Absolutely. <clears throat> Triple C, what you got?
1: As an advocate for um, a lot of the kids in the city, um, what what do you think some of their biggest um, what are some of their biggest concerns? Because I'm a kid from Baltimore, I'm a mm-hmm. kid from from Westport, and shout out to Westport, shout out to um, Alameda, I moved to Northeast, yeah. and some of the things that they see, like I had people in my life that were able to tell me like these are things that people rapping about. Mm-hmm. They don't. As many people as they kill in their rap music is impossible because they would be considered serial killers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That line was there. I also had the two things that I always say that we always say you kind of need in life, which is a discipline, something to do and then discipline to get up and do what you do. Um, but I'm noticing, you know, as we have these conversations with everybody, but to have an advocate in, what's one of the mm-hmm. things that or or multiple things that you think? you know, for some of the kids, like they may, you know, again, everybody's on, you know, they don't like 12 and all this other crap, but what, what, what are some of the things that they talk to you about and then you help them with?
2: For sure. Um, I think one thing that uh, we faced when, like, I I don't want to say we, cause we are all kind of different ages in the room, but like, I think one thing that I faced when I was in school was, you know, you kind of stay in a child's place. So you Mm. don't talk to adults about certain things. Mm -hmm. And then you learn to kind of cloak those things and mask those emotions. And then you go your whole life, not telling your mom that you used to sneak out and go to the car, you know, whatever you did with that person. And so what I'm really enjoying about my ministry right now and being with the kids is that they're talking to me about their love and relationships. They're talking to me about building connections with friends. And I can see those little connections where it's like, she doesn't have your best interests. He doesn't have your best interests. You know, and I think that's something that we miss a lot as, you know, advocates and like educators and things like that is telling kids like you don't need to be around that person because we know those things. We've made those mistakes. We all had that friend that just wasn't on the right path. And if we would have avoided situations with them, maybe that one night wouldn't have happened. And we all know one night can change the trajectory of someone's life in a city like Baltimore. That one choice to go rob some candy from a store. Or whatever it was, you know what I mean? What, whether you're from the west side, the east side, south, whatever, Cherry Hill, it doesn't matter. If you tell kids, hey, you can change things about your relationships to people. You can make decisions. I, I tell my own daughters this. They have friends. And when the friends on the phone, they get a little bossy, like, what, well, you got to go eat dinner? Yes, yeah, she has to go eat dinner. You can hang up the phone. You can say goodbye. Don't be afraid to do those things or disconnect yourself from people. Because the people that you connect yourself to will... Have a an effect on the outcomes in your life directly, outright. Nice. So I like talking to kids about their friendships and their relationships because
0: it's good to get them at that age where you can build that rapport and they trust in your word. You yeah, know what I mean? especially absolutely. if we've been there and done that. Yeah, because that'll definitely change their outlook, their outlook and the, and decision making process right.
1: moving
2: forward. Because why are we letting them go through it blind if exactly. we already know? Right, like we already went That's through fact. it. Yeah.
0: Maybe I've had that hope. conversation, you know, even uh, with some of my family members. But it's like, no, why don't you just let them know? Why would I let them fall and bump their head when I do right. know the answer? <laughs> like, avoid that. Yeah, you
2: exactly.
3: can avoid that.
2: And I mean, we all as humans <clears throat> have free will. So a kid is going to do what a kid is going to do. Right. Especially for, like,
3: <laughs> men in society. Like, our windows so much smaller than a woman's. So it's like, if I could give you an answer to the test so you could get so much more further in life, mm-hmm. like let's do that. Do that. But then it's up
0: to you for you to do it.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said if you have that smartest kid in the class, why is he covering his test? Why couldn't right. he help the homies out? Right. <laughs> help don't be selfish,
0: bro. You're going to pass. Don't be selfish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? For real. Right. You got any questions for us? Any police
2: questions? Police questions. Ooh. <laughs> so Anything. Have y'all got have y'all done a raid before?
0: A raid?
3: This
2: a is Baltimore raid. City. Yeah. I just don't
0: yeah, absolutely. OK. I've been count- in countless raids. I think once, well, you get out the academy, <laughs> out they're, the like, academy yeah. they're like, oh, <laughs> yo, you, they go like this we door. we hit this door. Come they're on. like,
3: uh, hey, big fella. Yeah. You don't even know his name. Hey, big fella, I need you to come do this raid. What?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're going to hit the door. I come mean, on.
3: I ain't going to say, I, I, I'm not. What they say, I ain't going to hold you. The one <laughs> thing that I'm proud about, the department that I serve, is that, yo, we're trained. Mm. If you look at other videos from different departments, yeah, yeah. you look at the stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. We lead, in my opinion, we lead the country with like the least amount of mistakes. There was a, sh- there was a, sh- there was an incident. Mm-hmm. You know, suspect knife, females under him. Mm-hmm. The officer neutralized the threat. And every round, instantly. Every round. Hit the threat. And he hit no innocent bystander. And he hit the female that was, like, right next to him. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That's scary. Like, other... Oh, he had see, a knife
0: like this, too. Yeah, he
3: had yeah, one of those, yeah. And, I mean, yo, he yeah. in Baltimore City, we're, we're trained. We're trained. So, like... You see right. other videos from different cities, and shout-out to every city, but I'm just... I mean, I'm on my high horse. But you see things, and you're like... Ah.
2: So, in those situations, these are like high energy, high, you know, what do Stressful. you call it? Stressful. You know, what are the kinds of things that people might do to try to get out of that? Has anyone ever been like, hey, let me slide you some money? What do you mean? The... Like, what? if you get in the room and there's a raid and you bump the door open. There's
3: no, there's, on a raid, you wouldn't, there's no opportunity. There's no talking. To... There's no talking. No. <laughs> The next time we talk is like, what's your name and date of birth? Damn, you're yep. your handcuffed.
2: So I can't even you're try watching to be like. You too many movies, hey, Bobby. What's up? Yeah, nah, it's too late for like. <laughs> that. No, Bobby, <puppy> nothing. <laughs> you see, if, if,
0: if if we there, yeah, we got paperwork. It's too it's late. It's too late. Yeah, as soon as that too judge signs that Whoa. thing, it's over. That's intense.
2: Right.
0: There's none of that, Bobby. Nothing. But if, <laughs> and and the crazy thing is, you're hitting the unknown. Oh. That's the thing, too. So
2: you don't even know what's on the other side. It's we we never know, know
0: we. Here's the thing, we know the suspect. Yeah. We know the location. Yeah. But we don't know who's in there at the time of what's raining. Yeah. So you get inside, you got to clear everything. And you don't know who he has? You don't know who's behind the door with a gun. You don't know nothing. You
3: don't know who's been... You don't know if his man was there, he just came home, and he said, I ain't never going home. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who come through that door.
0: Whoa. So now we got a situation. We already got a situation inside there. Yeah. But now we really got a situation. Just telling you. Instantaneously. Now, how I'm do not. you react to that? that.
2: So how do you even get to a why of I wanna I wanna be a police officer and I wanna like be well, a guy barreling the, the door down? Like, well you know is the,
0: that? well the thing is you gotta have the mindset of I never like bullies. Uh, so I'm a natural protector. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this profession was perfect for me then, yeah. then the temperament that I have Okay And when you do this profession You got to understand There's a chance that you can lose your life mm-hmm. Trying to save somebody else's So you got to have a different psyche In doing this from the beginning
2: mm-hmm.
0: You got to be okay with that Yeah You got to be okay to get a couple shots Okay But once I get on site It's over
2: Yeah mm-hmm.
3: You gotta be ready for that. You
0: gotta be ready for Every it. Every day. Every day, all day.
3: Because you never know what's gonna happen.
2: So what's that like on the home front? Are you guys married? I haven't like I don't know any of this. Yeah. How do you you're both married. Mm-hmm. So your wives are like okay with this.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean I mean, if they love the if they love us, you know, this will feed the family. I mean, it's a beautiful profession that Jeez. that affords it affords a beautiful but life. You, it, you know that it's a great life you
0: gotta yeah. learn how to compartmentalize a lot of a lot of this stuff and not take it home cause okay. that's what it affects home
2: mm. you
0: know what I'm saying I mean you know not for nothing
3: you know it does it does put a lot on them mm-hmm. like for me for example for me I can't go to work and have a heavy like a real like not like oh my god you didn't throw the garbage out but like <laughs> a real heavy argument yeah I cannot work with that over my head wow you see what I'm saying okay, and there's a lot of offices in this country that they're dealing with a lot of like their so like we you die nine one one we come in to help you right mm-hmm. but who's coming to help us in our issues,
2: yeah, we don't
3: have anybody
2: well, I imagine that you know your home life is kind of a
3: it's different, you know we miss birthday parties, we miss games and recitals and mm-hmm. and Christmases and thanksgivings because we're out there serving a the community
2: mm. see what I'm saying see after a while
3: it beats the family up
2: i'm sure it does
0: it beats the family up a lot of people got it messed up where they mentioned you know the thin blue line is the no talk no the thin blue line to us is protection us protecting each other Mm. yeah because at the end of the day we're going to the gunshots yeah so all we got is us right like you got sororities and frats Mm -hmm. they don't talk about that why should we talk about what goes through on us Mm -hmm. In our line of duty Nobody. If you want to learn, go through an academy. You don't do diamond training like we do. Well,
2: what about storytelling? You don't tell the story. No, we
0: tell. We we do give great storytelling. But amazing it, stories. Amazing stories. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the the blue line is us. Yeah. All we got is us. At the end of the day, because yeah. no one's doing What we're doing. Yeah.
3: Like no other profession, like you know, like for example,
1: the best way I can explain it is. Um, my pops was in Vietnam. He was a combat Vietnam vet. Um, so those two years in campaign, doing what he did, never talked about it, still never talks about it. Um, my son started playing football last year. And I met up with one of the guys there who was a lieutenant colonel in the Marines. Mm-hmm. And real good guy, karma's I don't know what. When you type his name in, yo was a real G.I. Joe toy. Like pulling people out in combat when he was over as a Marine, mm-hmm. when he was a young Marine. So he goes over and talk to my pops, and he saw his hat with his combat stuff on there. I never, you you can't get. I haven't gotten two paragraphs out of my father. I'm forty five years old. Mm. Those two conversation, conversation, yeah, because they're two combat vests. This is a marine and a first cavalry army guy, mm-hmm. but that shared bond is what they have. You see what I'm saying? And that's what they're talking about. Now, you always you always have that small percentage of people who will mess up anything in every line of profession. The difference is, is that their line, it's just it's on the news all the time. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because if one person messes up, it's like everybody messes up. And that's the thing. But for them, what what they're saying is they're not gonna share those stories with me because our our jobs are different. But right. they have that shared profession across the country. This is a Marine. In his forties and my father in his seventies. Mm-hmm. And now, like, he wants to invite my father to the Army Navy game up in New Jersey. Because Combat Vet from Afghanistan, Combat Vet from Vietnam. But it's still same flag, same everything. So it's that type of camaraderie and and, and what goes on. It's because of
3: what you shared. Like it's what you go through. Like, for example, shout out to Albino. Albino was a cop. Mm-hmm. Right? He was a cop here. He did time in Puerto Rico with you know, if you a cop in Puerto Rico, like you see some. Listen to the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's also a master contractor. So like a guy that is a master contractor, him and Albino gonna have conversations, right? Mm-hmm. But that master contractor can't talk to us. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The way Albino could talk to us, cause it's just a different it's just a different whole new world. Right. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of professions, a lot of people talk about the police world, but they have no idea. And that's what society needs to understand. You have no... Like, we show up, and we're able to give great advice on, like, why your kid is not doing homework. Maybe you should put a camera there. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you shouldn't be dating him if he put his his hands around you. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? But none of those people could relate to us. Yeah. And that's the difference.
2: Well, that's a really... That sounds lonely. That sounds difficult. It is a lonely. No, but
0: that's why we started the podcast. Right.
2: I love that. I love you know? that for you guys. We
0: want to give people an insight on what police work really is.
2: Mm.
0: From our perspective.
2: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? And this is open for all.
2: Yeah. it's an open forum.
3: Yeah. But it's the whole first responder, like, umbrella. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't relate. I mean, I know firefighters. Yeah. But I don't know what it is to feel a hot flash. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but like they're, but they're not always in the news. Mm-mm. See what right. I'm saying? We're always in the news, right? Because whatever it may be, mm-hmm. and that's the difference.
0: Hmm. What else you got? That's the difference. <laughs> but raids
3: are fun. To answer your question, okay, they're scary as fuck, but they're fun. Sounds
4: yeah. really scary
3: because you're hitting the unknown. But it's a car stop too, right? It's Same unknown. thing. You don't know what's in that car. That's why people approach car stops like that because car stops could be your last day that you never come home.
2: i sad, now.
1: No, don't be sad. It's just a reality. But also, the one thing that I love that y'all talked about a bunch of times—if you like listen to some of the earlier podcasts—when they first came in, some of the guys that took them under their wing were constantly training. So they would hit like vacant housing, da da da, this, that, and the fourth. That constant training when I'm working around military guys is what in, in my opinion keeps them so sharp because it's, it's a constant, you know what I'm saying? So in Baltimore, as you know, because there is a lot of, let's, let's keep it a bean. There's a lot of crime. Yeah, It keeps you sharp. It really does. As opposed to, again, shout out to ev- just anywhere else in America that doesn't have a lot of crime. Right. You wouldn't, it's like, Oh my God, there's, there's like a gun in the car. But for them, it's like, that's a Monday. It's
0: another day. This
1: is a Monday. Mm-hmm. So, and it doesn't mean that their their level of, is not just like, oh, this is another gun. It's like, no, but they're trained to deal with it as opposed to a person that's seen one gun a year.
2: Right.
1: You right. won't, again, and, and, and that's in every profession. We yeah. just so, end it yeah.
0: more active on, on, on a daily basis. Yeah. Right.
2: So being in a profession that's fueled by things like suspicion and mistrust, what are your trust levels like in your own personal and social life? Like, you know what people are like because you see them at their worst. or You know what I mean? That's like, a great is it question. That moment? is a
3: phenomenal question. That's a great question. question. That is a phenomenal question. I mean, how do you, how do you go
0: about <laughs> it? You want me keeping a cold glass of water for you? I want you to you? keep <laughs> it a cold
2: glass of water with me. Like.
0: I don't trust nobody. Mm. Mm. I don't fuck with nobody.
2: I can imagine. Yeah.
0: It's a dirty this world is is dirty, man. Yeah.
2: You've seen it it's dirty. It's
0: a lot of it's 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 a it's an element out there that just want to cause bodily harm and destruction. Mm. And you I, and you need wolves to get out there and handle that and take care of it. That.
3: And that's what bothers me about society is the fact that like they don't see it. It's like it's mm-hmm. happening every day.
1: I think, so we, I think the talking heads are the ones that get the most attention. I guess
3: because they're not around it.
1: Yeah. Cause like y'all have said multiple times, <laughs> drug dealers be like, Well, y'all gonna come clean these blocks up. Like, Gosh. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's real. Like, that's as real as it get.
3: I um, for me, I trust you until I see. Like, I give everybody mm-hmm. a hun- I give you out a hundred. Yeah. Once you fuck that up, it's a
2: right? Yeah. I'm I'm just a Scorpio, and I feel like I have similar trust issues to maybe. I'm a Scorpio <laughs> too. Are you? Yeah. I feel like I have a similar thing going on where, like, I'm gonna give you a hundred, but don't show me something else because it's it's never coming back. You got to work hard for that.
0: It it takes a lot to 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 grab my attention
2: because uh-huh. I don't
0: give my energy to anybody. No, you got to earn that shit. That's
2: that's. Spot and on. even if
0: I give you my energy, I still don't trust you.
2: That's spam. I just
0: take you for for I just take it for your word. I, yeah. It is what it is. You do what you do it. You don't. You don't. Yeah, right. Because I have my own individual circle
4: mm-hmm. that I
0: fuck with like that.
4: Yeah. That
0: I give all of me. Mm-hmm. So somebody new, you're not gonna get
4: that. Gonna
0: get I'll it. be I'll be cool with you and cordial yeah. you because I'm just I, I'm a professional. Yeah. And I want love and positive energy. But, man.
2: Shit. It is harder for me to start those newer relationships. Like I do have like a core circle, people I know and trust and love and who are around me. And then when you meet those new people, like we talked about, like I talked about. This city can be really magical. Sometimes I meet somebody and it just really clicks. And I'm like, I want to let you in. I do. But yeah. I also, you know, yeah. A little guarded.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm good. There's nothing wrong with that. Good. Yeah. As you should. I'm good. I I'm, feel like if people were, I'm from Baltimore, Baltimore. I don't. Him time, him. <laughs> I feel like if you take more time and you're more guarded, like
0: less mistakes happen.
2: They do. I,
0: <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing, though. Meeting new people, I think that's dope. Yeah, I, like well, I love meeting. You know, I love talking. I love yeah. conversing. Yeah, positive energy is a must around me. I yeah. don't like. I don't like being around negative energy. Mm-hmm. I don't like being around rowdy people. Yeah, I'm bougie. <laughs> And I love that. Yeah. Hello. And how I am and how I dress and how I choose people I'm around yes. and everything, all walks of life. But I love that. Because when you know, when, when you when you talk the king's language, you want that in yeah. return. You want to reciprocate
2: you it. Want to. Yeah. I'm very selective. I like to be selective. I don't mind. As you should. You should
0: always be selective. You Especially should. when
2: you have a purpose on your life. Yeah. You guys Absolutely. understand that. You have to protect that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Should. Sure. Conversation should always be. I mean, different. we see it
3: in the culture, right? Like look what happened to that poor fella. May he rest in peace. Who? I mean, the, the guy from Eagles take Oh, take off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God bless you. You know what, what I'm saying? saying? Sad. There's too many people. There was too many people. Like we were talking about it tactically. Bowling alley hallway.
2: I didn't even know where it's tactically,
3: it it's a nightmare. And not even that, just like a dice game. And then it's a dice yeah. game.
2: Yeah.
3: And you know, and you know, we're not He wasn't playing. He wasn't playing, but you know, and, and again, like we weren't there. This yeah. is
0: just based off what
3: we read. Yeah, right.
0: Monday quarterbacking, but just. But tactically, you gotta we're move. Tactically. You gotta move different. Yeah. Gotta move different. It's just, really? it was just. You were
3: know, in a position where you're supposed to be super selective.
2: In mm-hmm. this case. And then it's really, you're dealing with the human ego. Which is a very fragile thing. You, you can know say me. that again. People, Especially
3: after COVID, post-COVID. Listen, oh my God.
2: people looking at you, they like, you got this, you got that, you got money, you got purpose.
1: So everybody pretty much has a social media. If you don't, you have something around it. And you hear people say it all the time. Millionaires hang out with millionaires. Billionaires hang out with billionaires. It's a reason why. Because it's less risk. Mm. If we're all billionaires in the room, we're not going to do anything to each other, but Try to become more better billionaires. We'll we'll link up, or if not, we'll tell each other what we plan to do. Because y'all, all billionaires with me is there. There's nothing that you. There's no angle that you haven't tried to look at mm-hmm. outside of you making trying to be a trillionaire. Same thing with millionaires. Right. Same thing with hundred thousand dollars. That's <laughs> why most people don't, and that's and that's serious. And once yeah. you start to listen to that, so. Moving into a different realm, if I'm in a different realm, I'm not hanging in circles with people that don't match that bracket or like it's just that energy. That energy is a millionaire's energy is different. Those brothers are millionaires. Their energy is different.
2: And even if you don't have what I have, you might not have the same amount of money. You got to be working on all cylinders like I am at that capacity. Be working that hard. That's the only other way to get around me.
1: Right. Like are they're you? They're hanging going as with Jay Z. They're writing songs for Beyonce. Yeah, that energy's different. No, for sure. So you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So going to a dice game, and again, not Money Money cornerback, and God bless him. That energy is different. When you start to get around it, you'll feel it. Again, yeah. we we've all been in in our respective hoods cool. and see certain things. But my energy, if their energy don't reflect it, I'm gone.
3: Bro, I like a good game of CLO sometimes, but you know what? I'm not gonna do it in a hallway of a bowling alley. I'm gonna mm-hmm. do it in my room where I'm like, oh, I know H, I know Triple mm-hmm. C, I know mm-hmm. Alana, mm-hmm. I know who, who, who. Bet y'all could come in. Everybody else, good night. Mm-hmm. And then it's right. a private thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying.
2: Right. I had but a,
3: a bowling a a, a a hallway. That's just too open right. to them
0: to to the masses. Right. And I'm bank. You might not like my rules. <laughs> you push, you pay. Trips is double. You pay me. I don't pay you. That's it. Oh my goodness. <laughs>
2: I had a mentor tell me a couple years ago, like, she was like, if you're going to hang out, like, now that you're getting some level of notoriety, people know who you are in the city, you need to stay home, like, invite people over, go to their house, don't go to bars, don't be out late, don't do this, like, she gave me this whole list of things, and at the time, I'm like, 24, and I'm like, what are you talking about, lady, you know, but she was on some real shit, like, these are rules that I still follow to this day, where I'm like, okay, I got to watch myself, you know what I mean, like, I can drink not too much. I can go well, out not too late. I can be out with some people, but not those people. You know?
0: Huh? Well, that's a fact. I mean, yeah. that's 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 part of it. For sure. But yeah, listen, I appreciate you coming through
2: tonight. Wait, I don't get another question? Oh yeah, whatever. What's what I'm waiting on you. So what do y'all do for fun?
0: Do everything. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah, this, like, <clears throat> man, everything. <laughs> I like to go out. I, you know, I'm I'm a New Yorker, so yeah. my Jets all day, every day. Okay, football. Mm-hmm. Shit, I like to gamble. I go to. Uh, I love. Um, I call it brain fart. What the hell is it? Poker. Okay, poker. Um. More importantly, I love to be with my girls. I'm a girl dad. Oh. So uh, I'm 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 daddy's angels all day every I day. I Love that. Shit. Between soccer, gymnastics, volleyball. Shout out to my oldest, my baby girl. She just made captain. They made her team Aww. captain. Okay. Shout out to Lena. I love you, baby. Daddy love you. But um, yo, I'm I'm listen and arts right with my girls, coloring with them, drawing with them, yeah, work taking for workouts. That's it. It's whatever the family wanna do. I'm a family man. So I,
2: y'all have I fun. Love that. I think people don't talk about that enough. The fact that, like, family is really what makes it all go. It's
0: the core value. It's, it's the, the foundation, core values. man. It's
2: the foundation. That's what makes it go.
0: Yeah. That's why the grind is here. You know, my kids are a reflection of me, so.
2: Yeah.
0: What I stand for, they're going to be nothing but phenomenal human beings in this crazy-ass mm-hmm. world. There's something that you said that, like,
3: you know, when you find your... Yeah. Your why. Your your why yourself. It's like I yeah, family, that. man, but I don't know, man. I don't think... I like to just go out. <laughs> I love I love family life. Like yeah. and you know I look at them, I'm like, damn, I, I got to be more like
0: them. Yeah. But me, I,
3: I don't know. I just like being outside. But me and him,
0: we I and thoroughly enjoy going out for drinks and mm-hmm. just talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. It like me us Triple C. We so busy. We don't even get to see Triple C like that. I only see Dre like that. Yeah. Yeah. But we talk every day. Okay. Mm-hmm. And those times, those small pockets we get, so we could just chill, break bread, have yeah. some drinks. We do that. Like I yeah. enjoy even my like when I drive, I be by myself. I'm I'm a loner. Yeah, I'm I always be by duller. myself. So I enjoy just putting music on. I enjoy having my cigar sitting on sitting yeah. in the back on my deck, watching the trees, smoking my cigar, drinking some brown water, just relaxing. <laughs> of course, after I put the girls to bed. Yeah, you know, daddy duties. Right. But that's my little time for me. I just like to just chill yeah. and relax and link up with Dre. And that's it. Yeah. You know, because when you, you know, when, when you are a business-minded individual and you have goals and you're an entrepreneur and your dad and businesses and work and... Yo, it's just... You don't have time. Yeah. Your time is very minimal for outside bullshit. hmm So I, I just stay busy, man. I stay yeah. busy right. and... I see my peoples. I love them. You know, that's why we got WhatsApp. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know? That's why we got That's why we got social media. Yeah. Stay connected right. with me there, yeah. you know? But, Dre, I really felt what you said when you was like, I'm not just a dad. Because I'm not just a mom. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a wild bitch. I like to go out. <laughs> I like to go out and I like to have a good time. So, like, when, I, when I'm when i outside, be... I'm outside. We
0: should have a good time.
2: Yeah. I, a lady never tells. But <laughs> it's a really... It's... <laughs> God, don't give me that face. Are you are you zooming in on his face? Um, <laughs> um, Yeah, no, it's just a good time. Like, I like to be out with my girls. I have very few of those because I don't really fuck with bitches like that. I've Real caddy, right? Oh, my God.
3: Mm. Oh, my who, God. It was time for that?
2: Mm. All of my closest friends, and only recently have I begin to transition over. All of my closest friends have always been guys. Um And I used to say, like, oh, it's because I don't want to deal with women. Blah, blah, blah. It was this whole thing. But I had a whole self-hate thing going on. It was, like, really tricky had to kind of do some some work through that and some healing um, around my relationship to women and why I thought that they were so bitchy and why I thought they were so this and so that. All that time around men had indoctrinated me, literally, into internalizing a level of patriarchy about women and about what they were to me and how I was interacting with them.
0: Wow, how was that? That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Preach. <laughs> word.
2: <the> word? <laughs> well said. Okay. So, Elaborate, A lot please. of people are
3: not mature enough to like look at that in the mirror mm-hmm. and then face it and then like, let me fix it.
2: Yeah. Basically, it was just, you know, when you spend time around a certain crowd, that's what you become. That's what you That's Crabs what you in value. a barrel. Crabs in a barrel. So when I was around niggas, you know, when I was around my boys with my, you know, my homies, whether I was fucking them or not, you know, oh. from the age of 16, I had always been. I need you to drink a little. Who, me? Because that shit, is coming, shit. <laughs> yeah. is coming out. It's coming
0: down. Yeah, it's coming down. <laughs> right. Let me take a sip. Yeah, take a sip. Yeah, nah, bro. Nah, carry on. Spend some no, knowledge like,
2: now. It was it, it was always interesting being around them because they would, you know, they would tell me about life, you know, about being a guy. And I'm bisexual, so let's get that out there. So it was always kind of like they would say things about women and they'd be like, oh no, this bitch, she's stupid. She banging my phone too much. She doing this she doing that. And so I internalized those things. I was listening to those things. And so it came out in the way I was when I was dealing with men. So I was always a people pleaser. I would always be the kind of woman who wouldn't want to call you too much. Oh, I do not want to bother you, you know what I mean? But if you do want to come through, you can come through. You can come through as late as you want. Mm. You can do whatever you want with me. Mm. And that is how you come up with like these dummy archetypes, with these like slut bitch archetypes, you know what I mean? These are the kinds of women that men don't value. And I was that kind of a woman for a long time. For a long time I was heavy on a side bitch, Heavy on a fucking with the married men, heavy on a heavy on all of that. And it wasn't a good time for me. It wasn't a good time for my spirit. It wasn't good for me. Now, in that, I, you know, clearly I talked about, you know, the fact that I had children and got married and all of that. But after that, it came through again because it was in my teens that I was like hypersexualizing and, you know, thinking about boys too much and doing all of this stuff, trying to seek after an approval that I didn't get from my father. So it was like the daddy issues. Intertwine with that. And then you want to be around the boys, you want to be a boys girl or whatever. You want that acceptance from the boys. You're going to chase after that. And there's some young women who do that. They don't do the thing where they're around women or they go pledge a sorority or, you know, I wasn't that, you know, that type of a woman. I was always around the guys, always following their rules. And so a lot of my friends that were women, I was meeting them because they were dating my guy friends. And mm-hmm. so I wouldn't stay friends with them once they were done with them, so to speak. So if they broke up, my friendship with those women were over. And only in the last maybe four years have I begun to keep that collection of women on me who were friends with guys that I was friends with. And now I have those sisterhoods with them. And now mm. I get to be in community with them. And now I get to understand that maybe they weren't being trash and maybe they weren't being bitches and maybe they weren't you know calling too much. And maybe they just were trying to see the best in these men the same way I was. Mm. And maybe the, the way that they were speaking about those women they were dealing with is the same way they would speak about me when the door closed. You see mm, what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm a woman too. I had, to, I had a realization maybe a couple years ago. I was like, oh shit, I'm a woman. If this is what they're saying about these bitches, quote unquote, what are they saying about me? If this is the community I'm in, if this is what we're saying about the people that we're supposed to love and the people that love us. So I had to change it up.
0: What kind of men were they? Were they stand up? What piece of shit?
2: I would say, just not self-actualized, like we talked about. Just they're at that level where they just don't understand yet the value of a woman, the uh, value of their family, like you're talking about. They don't have the, that set of values yet. That's not what they're governed by. It didn't, hit them yet. it didn't hit them yet. We all know that group of guys. We all I talk to my my like my OGs. I have you know homeboys who are in their forties who have a lady, you know, who are settled down. And they understand that value. And they talk about their homies who don't have that, who are still in the clubs trying to live it up like they Ja Rule. You know what I'm saying? Like, ja Rule. And he looked crazy. He's 40, trying to fuck with the 20 somethings.
0: Past 40. Oh, like right now. Past 40. Yeah, wow. Probably right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
2: Like, nobody wants to live like that. You want to come home, you want to have a good meal, some pussy, whatever. You know, I don't know what men want. I still don't. No, exactly as what much you time say. as listen, I. L- listen. Exactly.
0: It's, listen, it's not hard. Yeah. It is not <laughs> if hard. If women only understood that. Listen, that's a fact. Yeah. It's not hard. Come home, <laughs> have even a It's hard
3: to come by nowadays. Kiss, kiss the family and kids. And some no drama. drama.
2: That's, awesome, that's right? it. You don't even gotta talk a lot. That's what I've learned from my time around me. It's like, a, it's just a few select things. So.
0: It don't take much to please a man. Don't, no. Especially, especially a man that's deserving of that.
2: Oh. That sets,
0: that's, that sets the stage, the foundation for what a man truly is.
2: But it's even sweeter for a woman when he deserves it. Uh, it's even sweeter.
0: Write them. a fucking book.
2: <laughs> like, I love to give when I feel it's deserved. Uh, when, you, when you've done enough for me, then now I want to come home and suck your dick. I'm blown away. High
0: five. Give me that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth, dog. It's the truth.
2: The head is better.
0: You know not crazy? I don't mean, know about better. It's and then better. there.
3: then. Then he's going to come home. Like, if that's the attitude,
2: I'm, I'm coming. You coming home. I'm
0: yeah, right yeah. home.
2: <laughs> if I'm texting you crazy Yo, shit H, all day, I like, gotta wait go, till I you I get gotta, in here. I, I him,
0: gotta go. And then you, boom. What'd you say? If you, if you what?
2: If I'm texting my nigga crazy shit, like, wait till you get in this. Yeah, I'm a, uh, He's coming home. Ah. He's not going to go to a bar. He's not going to be in, in that Bar Fusion. That's a fact. Looking at bitches shake their ass on the bar. He's not ah, going to be doing shout that. Shout out to Bar Fusion. He don't care. Because you're it. And I think that's what a lot of women don't realize is you're it for him. We always wondering, who else you talking to? What else are you doing? Right. Why are you always nah, nagging the stand and standing third? He with you. Mm. That's your nigga. Mm. I have, I've had over the years women in my DMs like, I heard you been da-da-da with such and such and such. Okay, but you're his child's mother. Mm. You have his house. Mm. Y'all paying rent together. We spent five minutes together at a bar on a Friday night. I mean nothing to that man. You mean everything to him.
3: And they feel dumb after that conversation, don't they? Dumb. Cause it's the truth. I had this
2: conversation like two months ago with somebody. I pray she's doing well. I pray she's doing well like baby, that's your man that's not mine. he was never my man I don't know what you saw in him that you wanted to lock it down I didn't and if I wanted to I would have that's what I, that's another thing that women don't realize we as women have the power. if I wanted that man, I would have had him <sighs> when I had him that Friday night or that Saturday night if I wanted to take him home he would have been home mm. and he would have stayed
0: oh ah! keep drinking.
2: He would have stayed.
0: He'd have stayed. He would have stayed. Bars. Oh, she spent some shit. She the shit. Yeah.
3: I don't understand why they called me like, you know, I was underwin. It's like, what was the purpose of that? <laughs>
2: why?
0: Now You gonna stay with him? Great question.
2: you gonna stay.
0: Now you look dumb. Would that would that shit ch- all right? I'm gonna set the stage now.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> kids. Yeah. Does the kids change?
2: Do the kids change the situation?
0: As far as uh, check it, right? Yeah. You know the honeymoon stage when you're doing what you
2: do and y'all do y'all
0: freak thing. Of course, you add kids to that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It'll change a little bit because it changes dynamics drastically. Yeah. yeah. But will it go away?
2: Does that part go away? Yes. It can. It's really a mental thing. It's really it's really all that. in what you're thinking about, it's really an, all in what your lady is thinking about. hmm. Because- Okay, so let me- Yeah.
3: House is taken care of. Uh-huh. You flip that fucking switch, light comes on, you open the refrigerator, full pantry. Mm. You even got, oh, you don't feel like cleaning? Boom. People cleaning. Mm-hmm. Housemaids. What, what, what? Oh, you don't feel like cooking? Better let's go out to yeah. eat. Let's order mm-hmm. in. What's mental? What's, where's the, what, what are we thinking about?
2: If a pussy's still not getting wet at that point, then- it's an emotional need. It's something you're missing. There's something not being met. Maybe it's a conversation about work. Maybe it's she doesn't feel, she's not feeling herself. Because sometimes we get into our own heads about what we look like, what we feel like. Like you said, I'm with you. Like you It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Because, and then you start invalidating each other at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, When you're looking at her and you like you go to touch her and she roll over and then now you frustrated with it, she feel that, you know? The same way we feel it, because I've had situations where I'm the more sexual partner and I wanted more and I'm tapping you, you looking at me like I'm crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I know that feeling. So it's hard both ways. And it's like you don't wanna make your partner feel that way. And if you wanted to be elsewhere you would be, and y'all here together, and sometimes that choice is hard to stay together even though those things are happening, Mm. which when a child in the house and everything is You know, even when things aren't in disarray, people talk about the problems when things are in disarray. But sometimes things are very well arrayed, very well taken care of. And things can still be a little twisted in the bed or in the bedroom. So what do you do
0: then? But what if there's a conversation and nothing just changed? He said pray. (laughs) She said pray. Right. Pray.
2: Because what? What what you
0: you said? And and what if there is a conversation in reference to that?
2: If you do have a, a conversation, are you saying one conversation? No, but but
0: several in reference yeah. to, you know, I, I'm not feeling, you know. Yeah. Maybe, you know. Like, what's up? What's, what's, what's going on?
2: So, it's really all about the people. Because I know, I know people. I know human beings that live in Baltimore. Black human beings that live in Baltimore. Who do things like open their relationships up.
0: Mm, how do you feel about
2: that? I, now, <laughs> what I'll say is. You lose me on that one. Though I've seen it, I've never really seen it successful.
0: I know, I know.
2: Though I've seen it, I've never seen it successful. I've seen it work for a time, right? It's a phase. It's a phase.
0: But then phase. it, but then it's not. It's not the same after that. Because yeah. listen, if we're
2: being realistic, yeah. If we're being realistic, I'm not talking about anybody in the room. I'm just saying we've all had those moments, those thoughts about the stepping out. And what if you just make a plan to do it instead of doing it haphazardly?
3: Isn't that called cool, like a hall pass?
2: I guess it would be called cool a hall pass. Yeah. I guess it would be called cool you know, but it really just depends on what what your partner's into. Cause for me, I've had boyfriends, I've had partners where I'm like, I don't mind going out and looking at women and we talk to women. That's exciting. Talk to men, like that's exciting. I want to do stuff like that. But it really just depends on the person. What makes that person happy? What makes them tick? Because some women aren't into that at all. No. I got some homegirls like, don't look the don't look at a woman in target. Yeah. Don't do it. She's gonna stab you. And you know, and that's unrealistic <laughs> on
3: that woman's behalf. It is. It's unrealistic.
2: I try to talk to my homegirls. I tweet a lot. I tweet a lot. I post those things on Instagram. What's your tweet? I'm <laughs> my, tweeter. my tweeter. Twitter. What's your tweet? <laughs> I don't let anybody follow me on Twitter. Good.
0: Okay. What's your Instagram? Don't.
2: It's Alana has entered the chat. Okay.
0: What do women do for you? Yeah. Oh. Ooh.
3: <laughs> I mean, besides being fucking the best thing God ever created. Absolutely. I mean,
2: Women just love you different. They want to take really? care of, yes. They want to take care of all your needs. Mm. they going to make sure you eat. Mm. They're going to make sure you come. Ah, Men don't always do that.
0: depends I, on who you're with, though. Yeah, it really yeah, yeah.
2: depends on who you're with.
0: It's a lot of selfish motherfuckers out there.
2: I will say, you guys are in the age bracket where I've experienced the most orgasm. The, the guys who are a little bit younger than that, they don't get it yet. Jack they Rankings. just don't know. They yeah. just dare to the pump, you know? Yeah. Here I am. There I go. Up and down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Oh
2: <laughs> my god. So what she about to do? <laughs> right. I'm like, damn. Right. That's how we doing it. That's how we. That's how we giving it up. Right. Okay. Um. But yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so women just love you different.
2: Women just. Different. They just passionate and Sexual. caring, they their time. sensual. They take their very time. sensual. Yeah, it's a long game with women. A uh. woman is not just gonna come up to your room and then be like, start. You're not gonna hear their belt buckle. That belt buckle sound makes me like what cringe mean, a little bit. Mean, belt the belt buckle sound is uh. like when a guy comes up to your space or he's like on your couch and like you're just like minding your business. You might uh. be watching TV or maybe you're getting nachos in the other room or two glasses of water. Or gin, um, yeah, and then you like turn around, and out of the side of your like peripheral hearing, you start to hear his belt buckle. He somehow has convinced himself that this is a sexual moment that he's supposed to pull his dick out to get butt ass naked. He about to get butt ass naked. I've oh, had so guys like pulling pants down. Like, why do I see your plaid drawers? Mm. This was not uh-huh. the time, and,
0: and nor did I up. tell you. No lead up. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, like, nor did I give you that advance. Like we nothing.
2: I gave no
0: we ain't even touch hands
2: enough. So it ass
0: nigga with the quarter socks on.
2: And these be the niggas that don't want to kiss in their mouth. Weird niggas. Hmm. Strange even. Now that damn.
1: Y'all stay away from them young uh, things. Uh, what? Like, <laughs> they different, said, uh, no so They different, son. What? They only warm what up I the oven, son. They straight like, microwave. What did I do to turn
2: you on in that way? Right, to think that it's going to pop off like that. All I did that. was open the door. You sat down. I'm in the kitchen getting nachos. I turned around and one what? time. This nigga had his shirt off. Shirt off. He's standing there looking at me at my dinner table where I feed my children. <laughs> How did that go? <laughs> Movie not even on. yet. Yeah. The movie didn't even start. Right. We just in there getting snacks. I'm pouring him some ginger ale. Would you like some pop, sir? Damn. He got
0: butt ass naked.
2: He was... No, his shirt was on. He's like, what you doing? Was and it that hot? He had, hot? He, had his, he had his pants riding low like the D'Angelo video.
3: Was it Was it hot in the room? Or just... It
2: wasn't hot at all. Wow. I was making no advances. I was just being myself. Which, granted, can be a little sexy. Could be, but, right. He probably just like, he, oh, I, Niggas be drawn off me. I'm not going to lie. But... Mm-hmm. I don't know. How did that go? I had to take him upstairs. I didn't want it to happen in the kitchen. I wanted what he was there for. I just didn't want it in that moment. Oh, gotcha.
0: Yeah. She's real. She's real. Hey, She lost
2: the don't Nah. It's <laughs> the truth. What? That's what's up. not y'all treating me like the Messiah, because I like dick.
0: <laughs>
2: ah. <That was>
3: <laughs>
2: <job>.
0: No sir
3: <laughs> What advice would you give women to be You know
0: More like sexual Tending to you know yeah, like Significant others uh, you know? That's
2: the thing is like, like I talked about Shout out to me spending all that time with niggas Cause I just know Because they told me what they liked Whether, like I said, I was fucking them or not. And a lot of times I was not. But just listening, I would say, listen. If you're not going to get a gaggle of homeboys like I did and spend time sucking dick in your teens, then maybe you should just listen to men. Just listen. You don't have to suck a lot of dick. A lot of women get scared about that part. I tell them that part of the sentence. They would be like, I don't like sucking dick. Maybe you should try it because they like that shit. But... You could also just listen to them. They usually tell you what they want. You guys are very vocal. It might not be many words. It might be 10 words. But in those 10 words, you're going to find the keys to his happiness. He's going to mm. love you forever.
0: Mm.
4: That is, I mean, shit. It's yeah. not going to be an
2: easy relationship. I don't have easy relationships. But they're worth it. That men
1: then women. Men and women. You are the accurate legend sense. of women. He said accurate legend. So <laughs> Wasn't it the truth, you son? It so was stupid. the truth, though, son. Accurate The axe on the coop. Yeah, That's yeah, it right the there, You're so. the accurate legend of, of women. They don't, they don't make them no more, but it was a badass whip. You put the rims on it. Classic. Classic. Now <laughs> it's dope because
0: uh, uh, no, no, a lot of men don't deserve that from <laughs> a woman. <laughs> a lot of men don't deserve it. But my thing is, when you got... Uh, phenomenal man that's hard working does what he's supposed to do family first mentality mm-hmm. take care to tribe. make sure everybody's great i think that man deserves the world mm-hmm. especially some head
2: at the least right as soon as,
0: as you the house. a little sick
2: on the, uh,
1: uh, uh, now,
2: gentlemen have to you know keep up on certain things too like I want you to smell good. You know, I want you to look good. That goes without... That you know, goes with the territory. I'm just that saying. That goes without like, I even
0: saying. You don't want nigga musty you, expecting to you, get you, head and you smell like butter down there. That's listen, not a good look.
2: I think it goes without saying, but some of y'all homeboys, lo and behold, be walking around trying to come with the trap gene funk at the end of the night. Please go home. The shower. Blanket
0: lit, blanket lit dick. on <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's disgusting. <laughs> no. Mm. That's and disgusting. that's just the thing you don't have to worry about with women for me. Very selective with the woman. Um I've uh, not had one of those experiences with like the fishiness or like whatever be happening. Ugh, um, just, that's not a good look. No. Mm.
0: That shit smelling Hong Kong fooey. that's a problem.
2: Ugh. I don't want it to smell like number one Chinese on the corner. Ah! Man, I don't want it to smell like that. Don't come back, please. <laughs> good God. Mm-mm. You gotta have standards
0: anyway, you know you what I mean? Do. For real. For real.
3: But the dude should know like, hey, I was just, you know, let me go upstairs real quick.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean... Now you take care of that before you get there.
3: Yeah.
2: No, but also, I've had some encounters, and these are like what I like to call unicorns, with men who have everything you need at the crib. They've got clean washcloths, and they've got soaps that are like, organic, and they've got pretty wallpaper. And they've got shower heads and like just everything a woman might need to feel comfortable in a space. Tampons like, nigga, you know, you know, the vibes, you know what a woman needs, like have those things, baskets and we like that shit. Be prepared because that whole like I come over and it's just like a flat gray pillowcase and a and a fitted sheet and a no fucking head, fridge with a bottle of water and like enough, no juice, no, no fucking alcohol. Like how I'm supposed to get there? How are we getting there? You want me to squirt on you? Want me to squirtle? How we get in there? Right. What's the vehicle we're taking to get to this point? Right. Explain right. it to me. You texted me all this shit and now I'm here and the house is empty. <laughs> you you don't, don't even have a couch. <laughs> <gasps> we sinking on an air mattress. Your grandmother's upstairs. She's on the respirator. <laughs> what? Make <laughs> it stop. I've lived these nightmares. Your,
3: net, your Netflix is like this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have Wi Fi. Wi Fi. Wi Fi. Wi
0: Fi. Yeah.
2: We open your Netflix account and it's your girls. It's a Barbara. Oh Barbara? Barbara? <laughs> Barbara. Who's Barbara? Who's Barbara? Who's Barbara?
0: Who's Barbara? Who's Barbara? Yo, men, men, you got to do better.
2: Got to do better. Man. Who's Barbara? So while it's women, it's also the men. It's a. It's, it's a, both. It's, it's both. a concerted it's effort. Both. We it need is. to come together. We right. don't
1: call we don't call those guys men though. No, absolutely. <laughs> see, I'm ser- I'm They're serious. not men. I'm serious, and, and we will and we, yeah. we will tell them that men. to their face. It's, it's oh, a yeah, standard? They're just standard. There's a standard of for us to call you a man. It ain't yeah. just, it ain't yeah. just this. It ain't just that. It's yeah. the, it's the whole thing. It's to protect, yeah. provide. The it's yeah. to being able to have those, have those tough conversations without it going into being a fight and this. And it also yeah. is like you said, it's that part. It if is. you know you're going to entertain a woman, entertain a woman. Right. Figure out what they, you know what I'm saying. You want me
2: to be an eater? You be an eater too.
1: Ah, uh-huh. mm. oh,
2: uh-huh.
3: wow. Bars tonight.
1: You're getting a funk flex bomb. What? Shit really? right now. You right now you wouldn't You, you, away in you, studio you want me to right be
3: an now. eater.
0: You gotta be an eater too. I might be the thing. That's it right there. <laughs> wow. Let me get another one. Oh my god. She said, You want me to be an eater, I you even gotta heard be no an either like too. Huh?
2: I learned from the best.
0: Alana. Uh, wow. Listen. Wow. Miss Alana. Do you have any other questions for us? I love that.
2: I could go on. I mean, but I don't want to take up all your time. Bless the mind. What's up?
3: (laughs) I mean. We here. (laughs) I mean, you hot right now, Keith. Right. You can't stop the
0: concert in the middle of the best song.
2: I mean, you right. That would So what's
0: your standards for now? What do you look for in in a man?
2: Now, you This age
0: now, you're not young no more. Yeah. So what do you want?
2: Like in the first half of the show where we talked about the fact that I'm a community advocate and an educator and all these beautiful things, you know, those things came with time. Like it took time to forge Alana Nicole Davis, like all of the things that I am. And I need somebody who can step correct. Have you been taking the time to become who you're supposed to be? Mm -hmm. I think that's the first thing. Like, are you becoming who you're supposed to be? I want someone who's also on that path of self-actualizing and, like, reaching their goals.
0: Now, is, is this is this stipulations for side dick or, sit, or stipulations for the man that you want? This is for the man you that I ways. want. Because you both ways. This is for
2: the man that I want. Okay. Um. And, like, the side thing I haven't done in a little bit because it just got complicated. And this is a tricky city. And these women are crazy. Like, they will, they will hurt you over there, man. Mm-hmm. I was lucky to have some situations where, like, I was actually fortunate enough to talk to some of the wives and like have conversations, and they felt where I was coming from. And believe me, they be doing their own thing too. I'm sure. And they'll You
3: Well, w- wives be doing their own thing. Yeah. You think you think wives cheat?
2: Do I think? Yeah. I was a wife, and all I'm gonna say is yes.
3: Really. Say.
2: This is interesting. How
3: they like how. How was your? Oh, okay, so <laughs> how was your husband going with on? you?
2: Jeez. You say how was he with me? Yeah. Um, scared.
0: Was it easy for you to move around and do what you wanted to do?
2: At the time that I needed it for, for it to be easy, yes. So it you was,
0: be you just make time for what you want.
2: I make time for the things that I want. Mm. I think everybody
0: makes time for the
3: things. Yeah. That I want. yeah.
2: yeah. Those little overnight bags get packed. They do. How
3: you ain't noticed?
2: I would go to the gym then
0: for the overnight?
2: Yeah, so my gym bag was my overnight bag. Very simple.
3: So you cuz women will be
2: like I never cheat. I never cheat. That's a lie. <laughs> cuz even lie. if it's emotionally, it might not be physically. I'm not going to always put, I'm not going to put that on I love all that. The women. Okay. 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 Even if it's emotionally because a lot of times y'all be missing the conversations and the little nuances and the the things that we need, like as women to kind of keep going and feel womanly and, and that is the work right. husband at work. Then right? you got the work husbands, you you got the nigga that's gonna like come and give you the nice hug and he's giving you a couple dollars or and drop that, that dick up in you. You know, maybe he did. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you like go to Melba's on a Monday or a Sunday, you meet one of them little cat daddies <laughs> that put the lunch money in your hand real quick and he'd be like, Do you need a little lunch money for tomorrow? You say, Yes, I do. Need some lunch money for tomorrow mm. and some dick on my way home. Uh. Thank you. And he always drives an Escalade. It's a very big car. It's got a lot of space. She said, of-
4: she said the little.
2: He <laughs> 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 so said the And sometimes he don't even want no sugar. He just want to smell it because he ain't smelled young pussy in a while. So. Wow. And Novas,
3: huh?
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> shout out to my 20s what
3: Uh, sounds like you had a lot of fun in your 20s that's dope
2: you got any negro spirituals on that board (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: dope what 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 like
3: yeah i yeah that's dope (laughs)
2: She ain't never gonna reveal them all, but she gave you a few. I gave you a few instances as to where a woman might be able to get her rocks off, and Mm. and we do, yeah.
3: I don't, I don't know, man. I don't think there's anything wrong with it.
2: No, men do it all the time. Right? It's human. It's human. It's human. That that error is human. It is. So it is. As much as you might love somebody, you know, I've loved the same nigga for 13 years. We ain't talking right now. I talk about this openly every time. So I'm like, I don't really give a fuck. But he knows I love him. I would love to be with this man. But he knows I'm a wild bitch. And I know he's a wild nigga. I don't know if it's ever going to align. And I'm okay with that. But when we fuck, it's good.
0: But I might have to move on. You might have to move on? I might
2: have to go find like my man, my king. You feel me? Yeah. Somebody deserves what I have to give. I know that's right.
0: Now, is he still great for like, Conversation stimulating yes. you mentally. Yes. And that's what you can't break fully that's away from. That's what I that's can't what break is.
2: fully away from. It's the
0: mental aspect. It's the
2: mental. Yeah. He gets it. He can you, talk.
0: To he's me. on that level with you. Yes. He's like and, your energy. Until partner, you find that it's gonna be like, you know what? I can't just let him go.
2: Like I can't that. just let him go like that. That's right. the crazy part.
0: Because it ain't even about sex, really.
2: It's not about that. No. I could go forever without touching that man. Even though I might always want to. It's, it's what he says to me. It's mm. how he gets it. I don't have to tell him I'm eater. Like, he knows. I don't have to say those things out loud to him. He knows. I don't have to act like that in public with him. He knows. And then when we go home, he knows. He, he knows. knows.
0: He receives.
2: He does. Yeah. He
1: does. That's why you like Jill Scott so much. She talked. they are very similar. <laughs> <laughs> His dumb. spirit. That's so, dope. Yeah.
2: That's tough
0: though. Because y'all both, y'all both wild.
2: No, both while, you know, he's definitely calmed down. He had his womanizer years, and now that we're creeping into our our 30s, he's calmed down a whole lot, you know, and I love that for him. Mm -hmm. And and I've always respected that about him, that he knew who he was, and he could tell me who he was, and he never lied about it. That's dope. I didn't know who they were, but I knew they were getting it, too. And that made me mad sometimes, but what was I going to do? You know, beat him up for it? We were in our 20s, like... I think those expectations get so high from women so quick. You meet a guy, you want him, you want him to buckle down, you want him to give you a family, you want a house, you want everything. And they don't even be ready to do that. Niggas be making $22,300 a year. You want all of these things from him, you know? Let him build, let him find himself. Mm. And if y'all are meant to find each other, y'all will, you know? Those moments that you get to have together are going to be worth it if you wait for them. Mm. And don't force it.
0: That's dope. It's a marathon.
2: It's a marathon. Not a sprint. Yeah.
0: Fire. Yeah. This might be number one for, for, for season four, bro. Yeah, this is hot. This is fire. Wow. Hard. Yeah.
2: Sorry, it took me a second to.
0: No, I love it. Huh, I mean, yeah. Fire. <laughs> I Damn. thought you wanted the
2: writer one. I thought you wanted the. No, no, we won it all. We won, <laughs> it all. we won it all. We
3: won it all. I
0: can see why you're a writer, sure. I mean... And that's what yeah. the world respect. Yeah. We got to give it to them raw the way it is. Mm-hmm. Damn. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, mm. this was a phenomenal episode by my that's sister, Alana. I want to thank her for coming on. Trust me, she's coming back on again. Would you like to give any shout-outs before we wrap this up, sis?
4: Um...
2: to shout you guys out you know thank you for allowing me to be myself and i love any space that i could just you know fill the room with the things that i'm thinking and i really appreciate this platform and what you're doing for people and and for yourselves and for your community you know of of law enforcement people and thank you you know that's really dope like storytelling is like at the forefront of what is going to change this world and so when we continue to have these groundbreaking conversations whether it be about love and relationship or whether it be about you know protecting the the world Mm -hmm. we're gonna change things we're pushing against the fringes and against what is being said about our people
0: absolutely i appreciate you so thank you no thank you means everything how can people reach you social media wise
2: um they can follow me on instagram at alana has entered the chat that is my main source of you know contact
0: perfect ig
2: ig
0: Shout out to Harper and who else? Blair. Blair. <laughs> Mommy killed it tonight.
2: Don't listen to this, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bed. Right. right. It's
0: bedtime, by the way.
2: <laughs>
0: My peoples, we appreciate you. Back Chronicles podcast. It's your boy, Big H. My brother, Dre. Peace and love. Triple C.
1: With all the peacemakers. All right,
0: y'all. Be safe. Keep squares out the circle. We love you. See you next week.
1: Peace.
0: That was fire. That was dope. Shit. You guys are the best. No, you're the best. That shit was amazing.
1: chronicles podcasts are those of the hosts producers and or the guest appearing on the program they do not reflect the views and opinions of the federal state or local government this includes but not exclusive to the department of defense homeland and the baltimore city police department the silverback chronicles podcast with dre big h and triple c Hit the subscribe button, like and comment.